0: Okay, so I want to do a quick shout out uh, before we get started. Uh, in lieu of uh, Impact's pay-per-view last weekend, Homecoming, I'll tell you a story about a high school, my old neighbor, he lived about two streets up. I'll remain nameless for whatever reasons, but uh, he actually it wasn't homecoming, it was prom. But he rigged, I don't I still to this day, he never admitted how he did it. He just admitted that he did do it because he had no business winning prom king. But he rigged the whole thing so that he could dance with the girl that he was in love with, who made sure that she was promptly, but, you know, the, the game queen dance. So, but uh, there's nice little memories of that. They didn't end up together. So I guess the question is, I guess, A, is it worth going that far, like, just for the memory? Or is this stalking in 2021? Like, is there, <laughs> there's a line now. There was no line back in 1997. I think there's a line now, though.
1: I ah, eu
0: Gentlemen, welcome, welcome to episode 65 of the Essential Wrestling Podcast, powered as always by the Eastern Observer. Oh, you can taste the power. Unfortunately, I made a promise last week that there was a 100% chance that we were going to be live this week, and the weather of New Jersey washed that all away. <laughs> My softball team is in the championship games. It was supposed to be Thursday or Wednesday, supposed to be Sunday. Everything got rained out. So the glorious purpose that is burdened upon me will now take place tonight. Beautiful skies in the air. It is over. I will say it again. We will be back 100% next week live on all of our platforms, on however you watch this. Yes, I know, right? (laughs) On either Facebook Live, on YouTube uh again so i just want to bring this to your attention that if you're trying to comment we won't see it unfortunately uh we are not ignoring you we love the fact that everybody chimes in unfortunately they said burden with glorious purpose uh i love that line from the loki series i just got my loki blu-rays and they're even so this not even some i got a guy in wisconsin sells loki on blu-ray but uh we're gonna talk some wrestling today we had a big week last week SummerSlam is shaping up With us on the bottom part of our screen, the living legend, John The Connie, our first ever PWP champion. How are things?
2: Not bad, not bad. Beautiful Jersey day. We're talking wrestling. Doesn't get much better than
0: that. Honestly, it does not. And then up on the top part of the screen next to me, as always, Mike made his cousin. John Smith. It's funny because you see, now that I'm friends with Mike on Facebook, it's amazing. The guy is never not wearing a wrestling t-shirt.
3: Yeah, it is pretty amazing unless he's got like uh like a movie t shirt on or a band t shirt. He's he's a big hair metal band guy too. But uh me personally, I've been uh I've been doing this this slow draft for fantasy football dynasty league right now. We're currently in round twelve. I'm up in three more picks. We've been going since Friday. I'm in fantasy football mode, but let's talk some wrestling.
0: There you go. Hopefully, you told me it was four hours in between picks, right? So I think you're safe to do the show right now until it's your turn. It's- well, I mean, it's it's up to
3: four hours. Some guys are picking right away. Some guys are taking a half hour. You know, I, I usually take about 10, 15 minutes, but uh, I'll, I'll put it on pause while while we're doing this just for you. All though.
0: right, just make sure – I'll make a nameplate play for you. Make sure you can announce it just like you're at the NFL draft. With the 12th uh, round pick, Andre yeah. the Giant. John's fantasy football team, I saw your name again, Andre the Giant. Andre yeah. lives in fantasy football. Some,
3: somehow DeAndre Hopkins slipped to the fifth round in this dynasty league. Like, what are these people, idiots? So I grabbed him in the fifth round. That was nice. There
2: you
3: go. Uh, we've waited, on today's show,
0: we've waited long enough. Samoa Joe is cleared. <laughs> he is an active wrestler, and he will be returning to the ring in two weeks. Both championship matches are now official for SummerSlam. Gary Mehefi is back with us to discuss NXT UK and the Tag Team Championship match from this past Thursday. We make our picks for this week's upcoming shows, and you'll see the graphics are back. We got Ryan Joy back. The graphics and statistics are presented by MinutesToBellTime.com, and, of course, our picks are sponsored by ProWrestlingPeckham.com. Play against your friends. Play against the universe. And guys, she'll like it too. We're going to main event the show with Ryan Joy from Ministerbelltime.com. He will be coming in joy. and talking about uh, AEW with us and the fight for the fallen resu- uh, results. We're going to curtain jerk the show with what the Cold Open was about our new homecoming king and queen, John DeConnie. Like there was ever any doubt that Diana Peraza was just going to bulldoze
2: through this tournament. Uh, as soon as she announced herself for the tournament, it was just pretty much written in the stars. So she, now she went in with a mystery partner, but if you were, you know, reading the, the rumor mill for the last month or so, once you saw the brackets, uh, and there was only room for one mystery male partner, you pretty much knew who that was. They opened the show. Deanna came out and announced her mystery partner. Matthew, the drama king, Ray Walt, formerly known as Aiden English. He came out. He uh, you know. <laughs> exactly. We, we, we got a few bars out of him, which is, of course, all we wanted. Uh, and they would go on to to face Team Swingers Palace, Alicia Edwards and Hernandez. Ray Walt would hit a, uh, a DDT, like a front-falling DDT to get the pin on Hernandez for the first round win. Uh, then the second match was uh, Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. Uh, they would face uh, Little Petey Pump and Thick Mama Pump in their full chainmail headgear head and everything. Chelsea would hit the unprettier on Jordan for that win. Afterwards, uh, Steve Macklin would come out and lump up uh, Little Petey. That was a, a callback for him getting involved in uh, Macklin and Trey's uh, no contest uh, on BTI earlier in the week. Uh you no don't did...
0: know, BTI is before Impact, and it's called being the elite.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then we had our third opening round uh, matchup. Uh, Rachel Ellering and Tommy Dreamer painted up like the Road Warriors. Uh, they would go against Brian Myers and his mystery guest. He had struck out trying to find someone who absolutely hated Tommy as much as he did. Uh, And would eventually settle on ECW and all-around wrestling legend, Missy Hyatt. Missy Hyatt. Who came dressed for the mall in tight jeans and six-inch spike pumps. So, clearly, she was not exactly ready to wrestle.
0: Did did, did Impact miss the boat here, like... Shouldn't have been Sam Beale dressed as a woman as Meyer because he couldn't find anybody. She <laughs> been Sam Beale dressed like he was ready to go to the mall.
2: Absolutely. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that last week. Probably, I don't know if it was in pre-production or in our text chain, but I, I was almost positive that that's how it was going to play out. But
0: exactly. Well, but yeah, but what hey, what do you got, get,
2: Nyla Rose? <laughs> 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 Missy got a payday. Good for her uh she tagged in at one point in the match took about a half a shuffle step tagged herself right back out which got her a you still got it chant (laughs) uh myers would survive a spicoli driver and look for a tag later in the match and at that point missy realized she had nothing left to do other than tag back in or completely bail so she hopped off the ring apron started walking up the ramp Myers kind of chased her to the other side of the ring and was kind of up on one of the ropes, kind of lifting himself up, which allowed Tommy to scoop underneath him, get him in the electric chair, and Rachel completed the doomsday device, and Ellering and Dreamer would eliminate Myers and Missy Hyatt. Uh, Moving on to our fourth tournament opening round match, we had Decay facing Falaba and Tasha. Excuse me, Tasha Steeles. I only had down there... I only had their nickname down here, Fala Flava. So excuse Fala and
0: Flavor. I fell out of the chair. I was
2: laughing. <laughs> but it, it was, was not a great uh, teaming uh, experience for Tasha, as Fala accidentally hit a corner avalanche on her, and in his dismay at the fact that he damn near killed her, uh, he turned around right into Crazy Steve's uh, second turnbuckle jumping DDT, and Decay would eliminate Fala Flavor. Moving on to the second round, we have Deanna and the Drama King. Uh, they would get past Chelsea and Cardona. Once again, Ray Walt would hit that front-falling DDT on uh, Matt Cardona for the win. And Decay would get past Rachel and Dreamer. Uh, when Dreamer hit a pile driver on Rosemary. Uh, and he even got uh, Crazy Steve up in the fireman's carry, perhaps looking for the Spicoli driver. But uh, Steve would wiggle out. Uh, he would attempt the sunset flip uh D- dreamer sat down on it trying for the pin steve crazy steve, kicked out reversed it into the old raw roll up and uh decay would move on to the finals where they would meet diana and the, the drama king and this is where unfortunately i have to stop bitching and moaning and uh calling it the cosa nostra because the queen's gambit was the finishing maneuver here and the queen is now diana perazzo the king the drama king matthew raywalt
0: it, it was a fun tournament all around there's a lot of stuff like i said the doomsday device by dreamer who is was a close friend of the animal he came when animal passed dreamer came out with the makeup on right away And ellering rachel ellering's father managed them so that was a fun little duo and then you had Jordan Petey doing all the stuff, the, 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 the bicep elbow drop into the push-ups after the fall. The, the, the There's a lot of fun stuff going on in this tournament. I, I enjoyed it. And Of course, the best team won. Um, and I, as I said, Deanna, she was on Impact on Thursday. She's getting some MMA training going. Uh, she's got a big month ahead of her. She's got title matches galore. Uh, so we'll we'll see what is going on with her. Also at homecoming, that Eddie Edwards he was in the main event. He defeated W. Morrissey in a hardcore match after a Boston knee party. Josh Alexander defeated Black Torus in an amazing match uh, with the C4 to defend uh, to retain the X Division Championship. And an impromptu uh, unscheduled match, not scheduled match, I guess. Uh, Deaner defeated Willie Mack. Ah, that, yeah, I would have got that one wrong. Uh, Diener defeated Willie Mac after Eric Young hit Mac with the violent by design flag, followed by the Deaner DDT. Uh, since that match, I know John the you admitted that you would have had Willie Mac on that match too, but let's just go yeah. to the scorecards. And John the Connie, I wanted you to run through the tournament because you nailed it. It's <laughs> the whole show, actually, 9 0 for 21 points, the perfect pay per view bonus. I, I had a nice show myself, I only had two matches wrong. One of them was main event, the Morrissey and and Eddie Edwards, everyone else, six and three, five and four. Tyler failed to mail, uh, answer the bell again. Uh, let's start making those pro- proctology, university rumors. We'll start that smoke up again. We'll give him one more shout see what happens. Uh, overall standings, uh, I surpassed John Smith. I know John DeConte jumped up a little bit. He's in a right uh, rat race with Travis for fourth, uh, but we are still extremely early in, uh, 14 shows deep. I can't remember how many we had last year. Uh, John the Connie said, You nailed it. You had a, another tick on your belt right there. And I just wanted to toot our all of our horns right now. As the past seven shows that have been scored on ProWrestlingPickEm.com, one of us has nailed a perfect pay per view in six of the last seven. John the Connie got homecoming. John Smith got night two of Fighter Fest. Ryan Joy nailed Flair Night One and Money in the Bank, and he was the closest one to Slamiversary. He went eight and one. Uh, Slamiversary was the only show that we are missing. Gary nailed Bash at the Beach, or I'm sorry, The Great American Bash. I'm still making that error, and myself <laughs> along with Maggie May. Maggie May, she's an intellectual. We got hell in the cell, correct? So uh, that is where we are going forward. Uh, we got about two weeks. Uh, this weekend we have off in the scoring. Next week we have off in the scoring. There you go. <laughs> John Golly polishing up that perfect pay-per-view title right there. Uh, before we get into, we have big wedding, uh, big wrestling, excuse me, uh, weekend with Emergence, SummerSlam, Takeover. Uh, it, it, it's going to be a lot. Uh, so, but staying last night, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me, last Thursday, staying with Impact. Uh, John Smith, the main event, Moose and Chris Saban, Moose, uh, so that was the one match that Ryan got wrong. That was actually we all got wrong. Too little, too late for me. I picked Saban again because I'm an idiot. Uh, too <laughs> little, too late for me. Uh, but it looks like this is still going to go forward though.
3: Yeah, I'm confused as to why, like, they each got one. It should be over. Moose, Moose came out to this, this match and basically, I mean, they, they put on a decent match, but he destroyed him and he got him back for, for that, uh for That embarrassing loss at the pay per view that he had no business lo- being on the losing end of, but uh, I'm I'm glad that that Moose came came out and and got the victory back. I just don't know why this is going to keep going on. Maybe uh, the other half of Motor City Machine Guns will come back soon and and make it a two on one or something. I forgot his name, but maybe Alex
0: Sheldon. yeah, yeah. I'll say it was a it was an embarrassing loss for Simon. Former World Impact World Champion, like that's not. I mean, he'd be fully ready. Like, let's just go. Saban's the beat guy's twice his size, and nights nice, Yeah, line, Mo-
3: nice Moose size. is in his prime right now, and he's yeah, in the I, best yeah. shape of his life. That he, he had no business losing that match.
0: That's fair. That's fair. So yeah, so Moose went to just you know done with it, went to throw Saban out of the ring, saying this feud's over, moving forward. Saban hooked the top rope, came back in, and Saban started swinging. So I guess to be continued <laughs> with those two. John the Con, he had a tag team match. Uh, a battle of the uh, the Bullet Club past
2: versus the Bullet Club present slash future. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we had the good bros, the good brothers versus Jay White and Chris Bay. Uh, this was a you know really fun about a nine minute match. Uh, we got uh, personally uh, this was my first exposure uh, in ring to Jay White, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, unfortunately for them, it it ended with that old formula of the magic killer on Bay and Carl Anderson getting the cover for the win. And then later backstage, we saw Jay and Bay, you know, discussing things. And Bay said, you know, he was, he was very upset to uh, take an L in his first match in the Bullet Club. Jay White said, oh, pump the bakes. You're not in Bullet Club just yet, but I've got an idea for how you can redeem yourself. That would play later on into the into a uh, match. Shall we jump right to that one?
0: Yeah, no, I'm sorry, no. Gary's throwing out a uh, Chris Bay chicken. If he was afraid, I don't know. Gary's still going with the Chris Bay, the Chris Bay <laughs> jokes. Uh, yeah, there was an eight man tag John the Connie uh, with FinJuice involved, and I think that's where you're going with this next.
2: Indeed, yes. Uh, we had FinJuice with a uh, Fala and no, no, no way. Uh, they would defeat Ace Fulton, Rohit, and Shiro when Finley would hit uh, the Ushiguroshi on Rohit for the win. Uh, and then later backstage, FinJuice was announcing how you know they were back and they were looking for the uh, the tag team titles. They want to get those belts back. When they would be attacked and laid waste by the combo of Jay and Bay, clearly making up for their first loss together as a unit.
0: Yeah, and that's because, I believe, you know, Finley, I, I have it down. I think they called it the Trash Panda was his finisher that he used to win that match. I don't know. I'm not up on my New Japan stuff. But I guess there is a New Japan feud with Chris Bay and and Finley over the Never Openweight Championship. Uh, maybe you can talk to Ryan about that a little bit or he can private chat. Uh, but I know that's a, a feud going overseas that kind of leaked into Impact because, you know, God forbid they use their own stories, you know, for TV shows. Um. <laughs> Rich Swan and Willie Mack, they defeated Violet by Design after a stutter by Willie, followed by a 450 splash uh, at, from Rich Swan on Rhino, which leaked into the Diener versus Willie Mack at um, Homecoming. Uh, Dan, like I said before, Dana Perrazo was trading with the Adam Waite champion from some MA company. I did not catch her name. Uh, so prepare for her for the upcoming shows in AAA and NWA. Taylor Wilde came back and said, We haven't seen her in a while, but she came back in all of her belt looping glory. Those are the biggest belt loops I've ever seen on a wrestling tire. But hey, go for it, Taylor. If that's what you want to do, go for it. She defeated Caleb with a K after a poison Rana, followed by a belly to back suplex. Random thought throughout the show, John Smith, I was thinking of you as well. I miss Reno scum.
2: Yes, indeed. Did right. you yeah. <laughs>
0: doing fantasy right now? No.
2: What? Oh,
0: uh, saying- trying- <laughs> I was like, I miss Reno Scum. I know they were your boys. I know if has oh, yeah. gone, but I- anyone have eyes on Luster? Like, we could have some Luster the Legend here. Like
3: it's- <laughs> Yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot about them, actually.
0: Uh, next Thursday, there will be a number one contenders battle royal to challenge Kenny Omega at Emergence, their next Impact Plus pay-per-view. And, again, Tommy Dreamer, and he's in charge. He's got no Bones about it going up against WWE. This will be on August 21st. Uh, we're resuming at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, which will bump our SummerSlam special back to noon. We'll get to that later. According to Ryan Joy, uh, Researcher's pay per view in Los Angeles, uh, on August 14th will be Jay White versus David Finley. Um, Al is uh, the only one. I don't know what the only one is. I forget that
2: That was about you missing Reno, scum.
0: Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. (laughs) Eyes eyes on Luster. Anybody? I should should bring that up on Monday. Next time I'm on the Daily Wrestling News show, start a rumor about where Luster is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that will be next Thursday. This Thursday, though, we actually have a number one contenders match for the Impact X Division Championship, where we're going to have Jake something, Rohit Raju, Trey Miguel, and they're going to dust off Daivari. And put him on here. So the winner get Josh Alexander. Not sure where. Not sure when. Uh, John Smith. I don't know. This, this is a tough one to call. I don't, I don't know if this is going to leak into uh, the pay-per-view. I, I don't know.
3: Uh, this, this isn't tough. Um, I'm going to go with Trey. Because I always pick Trey and he always loses.
0: All right, there you go. No, no, Why well, fix was not broken, right,
2: John? Ligani. Yeah. Uh, didn't Devari leave to go work for WWE like a month ago? When the hell are they taping these things?
0: I don't know. I, is, is this maybe this is <laughs> Ari about? Because I know Ari is still under his ninety-day, right? So it wouldn't be Ari. It has to be Sean, yeah. right? That's.
2: Uh, anyway, uh, give give me Jake something just because uh, the uh, just to be different. Uh, you uh josh you know even though it's the x division he'll fight larger guys so that that looks like it would be a good match
0: I, i'm with you on that i don't know why jake is standing out here to me i know aria and aria sean devari I, I, he's not on the contract i don't know why he would get the shot and uh, trey seems like not you know he's in that carrying cross category i guess i don't know what the hell doing with trey <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't so, yeah Jake something real i mean i still have my graphic if we're going to do the defeat road heat challenge i'm all about that i just don't think it's gonna happen again i'll go jake something as well and then uh speaking of the battle royal sammy callahan is going to be in that battle royal next week but he does not want to wait till the battle royal to potentially get his hands on kenny omega uh then here comes frankie gazarian welcome back former x division champion former tag team champion a uh, guy who made uh, his name in Impact Wrestling back in the old Total Non-Stop Action days. Here comes Frankie the Future Kazarian. hop the barricade to jump to the Elite. Uh, Tommy Dreamer potentially had a third member. Sammy called BS. He ain't going to do it. But it looks like he's going to do it. He was talking about Eddie Edwards. So we're going to have Sandy Callahan and Eddie Edwards on the same team. Uh, cats are marrying dogs. Hell is frozen over. A pig just flew over my head the hell is going on here, John Lacani? Is the elite this much of a problem?
2: You know, th- this is what the setup for this match is actually what helped me get the perfect pay-per-view because I was all on Morrissey until they started, you know, uh, verbally filleting Eddie Edwards about, yeah, you're the, you know, you're the hood, hood ornament of the company. You're the man. You are Impact Wrestling. And I was like, oh, Jesus, you know, they can't pump him up just, you know, all that way just to get him into a a six-man tag. So, yeah, I I think uh, the good guys, uh, not that Sammy Callahan is often considered a good guy, I think the impact guys will take this one. Callahan, Kazarian, Edwards uh, over Kenny and the good bros just to make things fun. All
0: right, if that happens, I doubt Kenny Omega is going to be pinned, and God knows Doc Gallows isn't getting pinned. So it's like Carl Anderson is going to be looking at the lights again, Sean Smith.
3: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Carl Anderson's just there to take the pin. <laughs> That's it.
0: Uh, yeah, it just seems like you got to circle back. So my theory, Samoa Joe being the one to come back as a savior, I guess I'll take half credit on that. I was right that he's doing it; it was just the wrong company. But <laughs> I, uh, I, I guess he got to circle back to Eddie Edwards being the savior. I mentioned this last week in a match uh, when Finn Juice was getting jumped at the end of it. It seemed like Striker, Matt Striker, the play-by-play announcer, is starting this war. Like, Impact has all these guys coming in, and it seems like, okay, well, Rohit and Ace Austin, they've had enough of it. Look at the Impact guy goes. And I guess Sammy's in that category, too. But, um, yeah, I guess, sure, Eddie Edwards, Eddie Edwards with the guy, bound for glory. Eddie Edwards beating Kenny Omega. I guess that's where we got to go with this. Guess, and why not? Screw it. <laughs> um, so that is Impact. We are going to – oh, I missed a the sheet. There we go. That was Impact. We are going to rewind – to last Friday night, we we're going to switch over to WWE, and then we're going to lay us the smacketh down on your Rudy Poo candy ass. Uh, speaking of The Rock, I guess uh, Jungle Cruise did pretty well, as we uh, talked about on Monday. pretty well in the, the box off end with Disney+. Plus. Uh, show started with John Cena yet again. to get the crowd amped up for the show. Call Roman Reigns reasoning for dodging in a summer saying stupid. Then here comes Baron Corbin looking for some help. Uh, he, John throws him a couple bucks Apparently now Corbin's wife left him Because of uh, I guess the whole foam dart to the nuts incident That uh, from Shotzi's tank the week prior He is unable to perform So Corbin's wife left him <laughs> I guess Corbin oh, This he's going back to the missionary position I guess Corbin was pretty good um, but So uh, Cena threw him a couple bucks Corbin kind of bitched at it you know, beggars can't be choosers here. But Corbin decided to complain. That's not enough. Told me he could be in a movie. This, that, and the other. Seen a guy enough of them. Gave him an AA. Uh, needed an attitude adjustment. Fast forward to the contract signing. Finn Balor about to put his name on the contract. Corbin comes out looking for the payday. Corbin, for once, is doing the right thing. Not looking, not asking for money, but taking initiative, trying to get that main event bank against Roman Reigns. Uh, Let him. If he wins the title, he's gonna get uh, his money back. And then here comes selfless john john cena only looking out for himself takes out baron corbin screws the man who's trying to get his life back together and then he doesn't even give the contract back to finn he signs it himself (laughs) what the hell is up with john cena here this isn't the john i know Anyway, so this is going to leak into a match that was booked on SmackDown. It's actually going to be Baron Corbin and Finn Balor. But honestly, these guys, I mean, I think Finn Balor needs to kick Corbin's ass for that. I mean, Corbin, you know, that Finn got robbed. But when, when Finn's done, the two of them just need to team up and just go after Cena and take him out and get their main event championship match back. John Smith, who do you got in this?
3: Oh, Corbin's losing streak's definitely going to continue here.
0: All right, this is not an updated picture of Baron Corbin. I think the, the if it is, the ketchup stain is covered under the the shirt.
2: And <laughs> the, John Connie. Yeah, yeah, I think Balor takes this one easily. Corbin will find some way to step on his own member.
0: Yeah, what the hell, John Cena? You could have just given the contract back to Finn Balor. Yeah,
2: just, yeah. Corbin should have gone through the if Corbin had gone through the Make a Wish Foundation, then John would have uh, had to bend over backwards for him, but.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. What the point was? I saw on Facebook the other day, Just a quick sidebar here. I guess the, the uh, peacock. They filmed John Cena signing autograph pictures. He signed three thousand autographs in an hour and fifteen minutes. That was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Just watching him rip off his left handers I'm like using my left hand here. Just rip off his name like every like, and the guy's pulling the picture back and he does it again. It was a pretty amazing process. Uh, anyway, so maybe Cena's not that bad of a guy. Stop. <laughs> I mean. uh, Seth Rollins attacked Edge from behind on Edge's way to the ring for a promo. Rollins cut one instead, saying, if he can't be champ, then neither can Edge. We will talk about Matt Moore going into SummerSlam. That is probably going to be booked. John DeCounte, Bianca Belair, had her 100-day celebration. The celebration, bitches. Uh, was actually day 110 as uh, they made it out. As SmackDown Women's Champion, it was interrupted by Carmella, who wants another crack. At the title, Zelina Vega then came out wanting a shot. Uh Bianca actually said yes to that one. So I guess we're going to have Bianca and Zelina at some point, but Bianca ended up getting jumped, and then here comes the ear guns are returning Sasha Banks. Sasha's back. Crowd goes nuts. She actually helps Bianca. They hug at the end, and the look on my face was the same as the look on Bianca's face. Like, what the hell is going on right now? Can an S.B. <laughs> be really that much of a bond where two people can just put away their differences and just celebrate the fact that they made it at to the WrestleMania together?
2: Yeah, they were holding hands above their heads victoriously. They even, you know, did a little dance for us. Uh, and then they would be tag team partners. Uh, that, that would main event the evening. Bianca and Sasha would uh, face Carmella and Zelina. And John, Uh, I'm sorry to
0: catch it off. If you remember back in January and February and even March going into, these two are not a good tag team together.
2: No, no. Every time. Yeah. Every time they tag together, something very ugly uh, happened. And and yet it, it, it never really, they never really completely turned on each other. Like they just, they just were kind of awkward together. Well, they they weren't necessarily awkward together in this match though. Uh, they they you know they they played all the hits. They brought us back to uh, Summer, or to WrestleMania, excuse me, when uh, the match would spill outside and Bianca would gorilla press Sasha, but in a loving way, and you know walk up two of the ring steps and use her as a dart to throw at her opponents, uh, taking them both to the to the floor with a you know cross body. Uh, And then Sasha eventually, you know, they got back in. This was a, you know, sub nine minute match. Sasha would eventually hit the backstabber, roll into the bank statement on Carmella and get the submission win. Afterwards, they would celebrate again. They would embrace and then surprise mother jumper uh, backstabber tornado DDT bank statement. Ref has to pull Sasha off. That's not good enough. She grabs the title, raises it above her head and thinks, yeah, she hasn't had enough yet locks in the bank statement again as the show goes off the air so i guess we know where this one's headed
0: yeah you gotta do if you're gonna have you know 70 whatever thousand at a football stadium you gotta throw this right back out there again considering that she hasn't been around since mania but yeah that wasn't only the that wasn't only the swerve for the women's championship i can't understand oh. the, the next one. Oh no did something just fall yeah
3: yeah, all my Nintendo 64 boxes just fell down behind me no, sorry, somehow. <laughs>
0: um, Reginald uh, was backstage. Well, now he's, he's known as Reggie. Reginald, uh, Reggie, I guess, as 24-7 champion, I guess he's got the ability to be on both shows, right? It is a co-branded title, I would think. You know, there's not like a, a, a SmackDown version or a Raw version. It's just the WWE So Reggie was backstage before his match saying his whole life, he had his head on a swivel. He was attacked from all angles. He even has a rear view mirror on him on his shopping cart. And then a production guy walks through the curtain behind him and he didn't even notice.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Took the words right out of my mouth, man. Uh, Yeah, the highlights were him saying that and that happening and him not being French anymore, apparently. No, no, apparently not.
0: That's not. Yeah. It. So uh,
3: he and we—he's gotten his name shortened, so he's officially a part of the WWE. You know, he, he's not—he's not going anywhere anytime soon. He got his name shortened to Reggie. Next will yes. be Reg, and then yes. he'll be yes. R-G. <laughs> R Truth. Yeah, R False. R- now, <laughs> he, so we we got him up against. Uh, Well, we thought it was Otis at first, but it was uh, Chad Gable, which excited me for a minute. But then they only gave us like a two-minute match where Reggie was doing his acrobatics. You know, uh, he he reversed a a top rope um, German suplex into just landing on his feet and stumbling back into the turnbuckles. And then Otis finally was fed up with everything and came in and interfered and got the disqualification for Chad Gable. And then threw Reggie over the top rope, but Reggie just rolled through and got his title and was gone, doing backflips up the stage. <laughs> so,
0: got to have a head on a swivel I wonder if that I, – I, honestly, I, I want to say if that production guy actually still has a job now from walking into that shot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that couldn't have been the worst promo to cut, too. Like, if that was just like a normal, like, I'm going to kick his ass, you know, that would have been fine. You can look on the guy's face, ooh, you know, as he walked through. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Rey Mysterio got the win over Jimmy Uso the same uh, with the same leverage boom. Dominic hit the got his feet up for the leverage on Rey. They did the same thing to the Usos that the Usos did to them twice. So I guess the series is now two to one. I'm sure they will continue on going forward. And then John the Connie, we had a six person tag a six man tag team match that is looking like we're headed to SummerSlam. Um, big win here, big uh, pinfall. <clears throat>
2: Yeah, yeah, we had a six-person, uh, six-man tag. It was Biggie Cesaro and uh, King's Gay versus Apollo, Ziggler, and Roode. Uh, Ziggler would wind up going for a swing, uh, Aziz, and uh, would take out Boogs at ringside. The whole most of the match would spill outside, uh, but towards the end there, we wound up with the Intercontinental Champion Apollo in the ring with King Nakamura. Uh, Apollo would miss a frog splash then failed to get the raw the roll-up and would take a Kinshasa knee-to-face and uh, a clean win for Nakamura on the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. So that's, that's you know, I'm sure all six of these guys will wind up in some kind of schmaz for the IC title, but that certainly uh, puts Nakamura at the top of the list.
0: Yeah, and, and the only thing, we haven't really mentioned this yet. You know, Nakamura switched from the red to the white. And I, I'm loving picturing nakamura in the nwo like with this black and white outfit going i just think it just looks so badass i don't know why then for like survivor series he would switch to blue if he was representing smackdown but he always went back to the red and now that he's the king it's the black and it's like nwo nakamura it's absolutely great um so uh, real quick we're gonna just take a quick little 30 second break to hear from Joe Jarzanka and the Primetime Rundown, guys. And we'll be back to talk about Monday Night Raw. And after these messages,
4: we'll be right right back. Thanks, Al. Summer Mondays are back for the Primetime Rundown, as myself, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca will be coming to you with the Primetime Rundown right here on the Eastern Observer on Monday nights beginning at 7 p.m. all the way
2: until August 30th. Make sure to join us on the following platforms. Wow.
3: Things are just not going yeah. my way right now. <laughs> Things are just not going my way right now at all. I went to pick up the boxes and my head hit the other boxes and knocked
0: everything else off the wall. We're going to come back from Gary's segment and your wall is going to be completely white. <laughs> <sight. Like>, everything's <laughs> going to be down. Well, I'm hard. hoping I can get everything set back up by the time he's done. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, there we go. I, I forget the joke I was going to say, but whatever. Uh, going into about last night on Monday Night Raw, Bobby Lashley started the show uh, MVP uh, with MVP. MVP spouted out some stuff about Goldberg. Goldberg came out, spouted out some stuff back at a much higher volume. Um, I guess that Goldberg's my kind of guy that's talking extremely loud. Uh, said, you're next. There's your, your, your thing. Walked away. Lashley and MVP started jaw jacking at Goldberg's kid, who has grown up since the last time we saw him? When Goldberg pulled his shirt off, and he's got this ten-year-old that hasn't hit puberty or the gym yet, pudgy body. Uh, this kid looks good. He looks jacked. He, he grew. Up, I don't know how old he was or how old he is now, but uh, he shot up. So shout out to what's his name, Gage, Gage Goldberg. All right.
2: Oh, um, so that—that—that
3: that, that actually was loves- it for being a weirdo, Al. Stop being a weirdo. All right.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> I just I was He's I was actually to... horrified for, for the kid back then. I I'm like dude, like just why it's like you don't have to
2: pull off his shirt on D Day like
0: relax. I was actually really awkward in that moment. Like, why is he doing that? That was
3: probably the motivation for him to get all jacked up like he is, because he got made fun of for that.
0: I'm sure I'm sure, yeah, that's actually a good thing. Or maybe he just looked at himself and just got grossed out. I don't know. Oh, so that really was he looks good. So Golbert came back out, he speared MVP, so later Lashley then accepted. Um Goldberg's challenge, so that is official. We have Lashley and Goldberg. Goldberg once again going after the one title that has eluded him his entire career. We had this conversation back in January. We are about to have it again, but we will wait to the SummerSlam special to do so. Um save it for that. Uh, we have a the, the Triple Threat Women's uh, Championship match. That is scheduled for Sunday as well. Part of that match, Rhea Ripley, she defeated Nia, uh, Nia Jax with the raw roll-up. Shayna tried to help. It really didn't work out. So, Nia and Shayna had it out uh, verbally uh, until Shayna eventually walked away. Then Nia got jumped and Actually, Rhea hit the riptide on, on Nia. It was impressive. I uh, didn't get up all that high, but still, that's, that's something. Um, so, are we seeing the end of of Shina and Nia? Is, is that be going to SummerSlam? What, John Smith, any quick comment on, on that? Uh,
3: all I can say is finally, because like I I remember when these first two these two first cross pads back, you know, probably last summer or whatever, and I was like, I've never been excited about Nia Jackson anyway until I thought about her versus Shayna Baszler just beating the crap out of each other, and then they ended up freaking teaming up instead. So, um, I'm hoping that we get a nice, you know, knockdown, drag out, 10 minute at least fight between these two. Hope maybe even like you know, uh, false not false cut anywhere, like no DQ or some something, some sort of you know, real animosity between these two because that's what it's all been building up to. I hope.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two thirds of that match with Rhea Ripley. First, uh, is Charlotte Flair. She did an in-ring promo, uh, emphasizing, <laughs> emphasizing. Excuse me. When Simone Biles, she mentioned Simone Biles' name, and I just put my head down like they, they
2: can't do this. Oh no! They
0: can't do this. <laughs> I don't care if it's Charlotte or not. And she, she, she avoided it, and she's like, just listen to me for a sec, <laughs> boy. She says, just listen to me. So she empathizes with the the struggles of being the best, and that's okay, that's fine. That's fine. But, uh, and then, so, uh, remind everyone that she's been cashed in on three times uh, from the money in the bank, and that people who cash in money in the bank are cowards, a coward's way to win the title. So Nikki attacked her from behind the gang with a chair. (laughs) Kind of cowardly, it's the same thing, right? You're just attacking from behind. So Nikki did it anyway, uh, and then later on they main evented. So John the Connie, here we go again.
2: Nikki Ash is getting shoved down our throats. <laughs> she certainly is, and they would, uh, they would, they would main event the show in a no holds barred uh, match, and they would get, they would get mildly extreme. Uh, and in fact, uh, it would end uh, kind of ugly when Charlotte. Missed the spear and put herself through a table. Uh, and then Nikki would catch her. She was uh, uh, Charlotte rolled out after putting herself through the table to kind of get her wits together. Nikki caught her coming back in, had her draped on the ropes a la Randy Orton, but she would instead hit the lights, roll the dice, meet her at the crossroads, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but she would get a clean victory out of the whole thing.
0: Yeah, so now they're tied 1-1 each. I don't know when Rhea's going to start inserting herself into this feud. Maybe next week, no, it'll be Rhea and Nikki for uh, a a series of back-to-back matches heading into SummerSlam. So, yeah, Nikki has to her thing right now. Good for persevering. Drew McIntyre defeated Veer, and don't break my heart, my anky-shanky heart, (laughs) uh, after Jinder came in swinging with a chair as a two-on-one match um drew came in uh jinder came in him with a chair then all three of them grabbed chairs so drew grabbed his sword and that was the end of that shout out to ryan joy with the joke in pre-production that uh drew mcintyre that's the best you know that's probably the most obvious way somebody can blade themselves uh the best, <laughs> well, yes,
3: what is what are they trying what are they trying to tell us with this though that it's okay to threaten somebody with with a freaking knife <laughs> or sword like get the hell out of here like i i don't agree with what with with him pointing a sword at somebody like he's actually going to run through them with it. <laughs>
0: there's intent there. I, I, there, there there's, there's 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 intent, I'm assuming, and I, I, I'm pretty sure that is against the law.
3: Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think, I think Jim Hall's going to have something
0: to say about it next week. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, Damien Priest was a complete a-hole on Miz TV, uh, which led to a match versus Morrison. Uh, and said he was out there to challenge Sheamus, but he said he wanted to just kick Morrison's ass now. Uh, Damian Priest actually beat Morrison with the South of Heaven. Uh, Choke slam, Priest was immediately attacked by Sheamus, and that attack was thwarted by a ricochet uh, out of nowhere. So now uh, we come back from commercial break. Now we have a tag team match, and then Damian Priest beat John Morrison again, <laughs> this time with The uh, the Reckoning. I guess as John McConaughey pointed out, that name is now open. Uh, so good night for Damien Priest bad night for America's Moist Wanted so going forward with that I'm not sure, I mean we'll talk about it when I put up my projections, Uh, maybe this is now going to be a fatal four way for the US title, not sure where we're going with this so to be continued John Smith, one half of the tag team champions was in action Uh, no signings of AJ Styles no sightings of Randy Orton again either no one has eyes on Randy, apparently.
3: We miss you, Randy. Take uh, <laughs> a pour one out for Randy. Yeah, he's doing the, the whole kiss it up to God thing.
0: Uh,
3: so, yeah, we got Omos versus Riddle. Oh, Riddle came out like a ball of fire, and got swatted down like a, like a fly. Ended up getting thrown all over the place at the beginning, gets thrown over the barricade, almost doesn't make it back in for a ten-count. Yeah. Uh, you know, Omos beats him up a little more. He gets a nice little ball fire again from from Riddle, and then he gets the double choke slam for the easy one, two, three. It was, couldn't have been more than three minutes long. This match.
0: Probably the most intimidating thing about that match is when Riddle. I think it was the second time the referee, you know, Riddle had to try to get back into the ring to make the ten count, and Omos was just staring down the referee. And I, I don't, I don't know why he was just, he was just what like Heyman on Roman Reigns. It was like Omos was just. Drilling a hole with his eyes <laughs> through this referee, watching him count to 10. It was really weird. But eh. Future world champion. I called it last week, Omas. Uh, speaking of future champions, even she Company do drop to the direction, <laughs> but they lost it to Tamina. Uh, Tamina defeated do drop with a Samoan drop. There you go. Uh, Alexa Bliss came out on the Titan Tron to announce Eva Marie as the loser, which is complete blasphemy because Eva Marie wasn't in the match. How do you lose the match? She wasn't even in it. <laughs> Um, dewdrop then attacked Alexa Bliss Later on Alexa's playground Lily got thrown to the ground But then here we go Lily ripping off El Phantasmo Who's ripping off The Undertaker This is the first time we've had a three-way ripoff here Lily sat up <laughs> Lily sat up So there we go it's, it's just, <laughs> Do we get the tag team match? You're going to see the potentials? They have Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie God knows if that's going to happen but can we get a tag team match between Alexa Bliss and Lily versus Newdrop and Eva Marie? Is that the end of this game? Is that like the end goal of this feud? Lily's—they're going to be tag champions. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here with this doll. Here, so I don't—I don't want to call her a doll. And and as what Gary said in the private chat, John, did you do something to Lily? Those boxes.
3: Yeah, I guess I'm one of the first PW EWP victim of the Lily Lucian.
0: The Lily Lucian, yeah. <laughs> Uh John Smith, good news for Karrion Cross. Uh, he got his hourglass back. Uh, and I do believe, ironically enough, it was Keith Lee that broke that hourglass about a year ago. Uh, right when Karrion Cross debuted. That hourglass didn't last long the first time around.
3: Yes, this is true. So he's got the hourglass. Now all he needs is, is his woman
0: and his other hourglass.
3: Yes, the other the, the more <laughs> important hourglass. And he needs uh he needs his entrance back with the full entrance, that is. But uh, yeah, we got Lee versus Cross again. Um I don't know why we needed to see it again, but I guess because because Lee got choked out last week, they wanted to give him one back. But you know, this was the first loss that Cross has had that was like legit. The the role the roll roll-up with Jeff Hardy's on feet on the ropes doesn't really count in my book, but like You know the the champ to just the NXT champ to lose like this. I don't I don't like it, man. Like they're they're castrating him before they even take that belt off him and bring him up onto the main roster. I don't understand what's going on here.
0: And uh, it is confirmed. I think he is a main roster guy. I didn't see an article whether it's true or not. I have no idea. But no NXT superstars were backstage on Monday Night Raw last night, and if Kerry Cross was there. He is not considered an NXT superstar in Vince McMahon's eyes. So I think we got to get used to seeing Kerry and. For the time being, for at least for the next month, right? Because the rumors go around draft at the end of the month, so we'll see what carrying Cross lands.
3: Congratulations, Samoa Joe. Yep.
0: And then uh, <laughs> Mason T-Bar. T-Bar. They got the win over a hometown favorite, Mustafa Ali, pop of the night, Mustafa Ali, uh, and his new tag team partner, Mansoor uh, John Connie. Retribution's yeah, music is pretty catchy. I still like Retribution's music.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, Ali went uh, to climb, uh, to hit some kind of top rope maneuver. T-Bar kicked Mansoor into the ropes, which knocked Ali down. Uh, Then T-Bar was able to hit a, I guess you would call it a discus running boot to the face on Mansoor for the win. Uh, And then afterwards, Ali got in Mansoor's face, but he, I guess, kind of felt retribution, you know, kind of breathing down his neck. He realized that he was in trouble and... You know, it was kind of in between. You know, Ali's kind of a dick, so he kind of shoved Montserrat out of the way. But really, he was saving us because uh, they would then uh, retribution would hit blind justice on Ali, and uh, you know, Mont essentially unscathed in the uh, the after. Of, you know, blah.
0: Yeah, they just they just, they just they're still pissed, Ali for retribution <laughs> and it's just, it just that's gonna happen in the royal rumble too it's gonna, it's gonna be like not even like you know for the next like three royal rumbles gonna, those two guys are standing behind ali and ali's gonna be like damn it still <laughs> all right fine and, you know, eventually it's gonna come to the point where ali's gonna put their like their hands on his throat for them you know just, just do it just get it over with <laughs> uh, and then reggie again probably we have a fighting <laughs> champion here guys like who would have thought reggie as uh, you know reggie equals fighting champion and successful at it he got another win with the flipping earthquake or whatever we're calling it the the, the flipping balls to the face or whatever we we're calling it in reproduction <laughs> uh he got the moon over a character to zawa even to zawa couldn't catch him you know it one of the fastest quickest guys on the roster even the zawa couldn't catch him so reggie getting it done so here we have going into SummerSlam, we have three matches officially booked we've got goldberg and lashley we got Nikki, Rhea, and Charlotte, and then we got Roman and Cena on the SmackDown side. I put up Ricochet and Morrison along with Priest and Sheamus. Who knows where that's going? You know, Drew and Jinder, let's just hope it's just a one-on-one match with rules. We don't need swords flying around everywhere. Um, Alexa and Eva Marie, who you knows the Tag Team Championships. You know, Styles maybe just took the week off. That's fine. Somebody's got to get eyes on Randy Orton. Let him know that Riddle's getting his ass kicked on a weekly basis here. Uh, Natalia had successful ankle surgery from what I've been hearing and what we t- uh, Ryan Joy and I discussed on Monday morning on the Daily Wrestling News show, they will not be vacating the tag team championships. So uh, Tamina's going to fly solo for the time being. And then when Natalia's back, they got Tegan and Shotzi up next. They won that number one contenders match. Or I guess champions contenders match, whatever you want to call it. You know, whatever AEW doesn't call it and Vince now does. Uh, the six-way intercontinental title match, that'd be a lot of fun. Hopefully, hope all, all six guys will be in that. Uh, Bianca and Sasha and Edge and Ronalds, those are pretty much uh, gimmies for the moment. So uh, John DeCani, anything real quick SummerSlam related?
2: Uh, no, you know, just interested to see exactly how that uh, Intercontinental match shakes out. You know, do they do they do a ladder match? Is it just a, you know, a four corners match? Some kind of elimination match? It'd be interesting to see how that actually uh, comes to fruition. Mm-hmm.
0: John Smith, anything SummerSlam related before we get out of here? Before we give you a
2: break.
3: Mm-hmm. As long as Goldberg doesn't win that title, man. That's all I care about.
0: <laughs> all right. It's, it's, to be discussed, I guess, unfortunately. Like, I don't know what they're doing with this. So, gentlemen, we will bid you adieu for the time being, and we are going to fill up the screen with a whole bunch of handsome and a nice little – uh. I don't say uh, romantic scenery, but yeah, you know, we got a different view of Garrett. There you go. Like, look out, ladies. <laughs> ah, Garrett, we have the top of the evening. to you, my hey
4: Evening. Uh, hope you're doing well. Yeah, hopefully my picture doesn't fall off the back wall like all the John stuff did. So hopefully we'll be all right.
0: Yeah, as long as you know, I'm John Smith, I think he had something to say about Lily in pre-production. I don't think you were around for yeah. that. So we'll just keep Lily's name out of your mouth. I think we're going to be good to go. Hope
4: so- well. it
0: we had a tag team championship match. Was that? Well, that was from last week. That was two weeks ago. My bad mustache mountain. I never changed yeah. my headlines from the week. prior. <laughs> you know, I was mustache
4: wondering. I like, was like,
0: I'm done against symbiosis. Uh, Eddie Dennis tried and tried and tried.
4: Well, it wasn't to beat. Yeah. I mean, it really was, um, it went like we hoped, or like I'd said, that I hoped that, that mustache Mountain were are going to take it. Um, very it was good, hard hitting match. One scary one moment that did scare me when the time that Tyler Bate came off the ropes and Tyson T-Bone caught him and gave him whether it was a you call it a German suplex or a belly-to-back, whatever overhead, whatever you want to call it. And I was worried that Tyler wasn't gonna get over because he flipped as well, but he got there. Um but there's a lot of stuff. We had the Tyler driver in '97 being hit and broken up or whatever, and then we came through to the finish where obviously they had the burning hammer. And with the the knee drop fall on, oh, I'm nearly going to say T-Bone, it was on Primate who was pinned mm-hmm. um, to get them. And then afterwards, obviously, we had Pretty Deadly coming out, foreshadowing where we thought they might go next um, coming out, which what the WWE Twitter handle is, or Twitter stream is calling a dream match, apparently, um, Pretty Deadly against Mustache Mountain. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: sure, I mean, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, don't get me wrong. I, no. yeah.
1: okay.
4: I could see it. I could have, have seen it. It's pretty
0: deadly in my dreams, but that's just. It's
4: pretty deadly, had called the dreamy match. I could have seen that dreamy working had. or whatever, like, instead of dream match, but still. Uh, but no, I mean, it, it was a good match between them, and I'm looking forward to where it's going afterwards. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the logical place next to go. As long as Trent and Tyler are together right now and we're used to seeing them together, might as well at least give them, you know, get the notch on Pretty Deadly's belt. I can't imagine. But then again, Mustache Mountain, they didn't, they have never had those titles. They've had, you know, the stateside NXT championships, but they've never had the UK. So,
4: I mean, it's it's like Ryan was, Ryan was asking, obviously, in pre-production when I jumped in, he was talking about when maybe an NXT UK takeover would happen. And that's the sort of match that you could see if things are starting to open up a wee bit here as far as wrestling shows and so on. If they manage to hold that off, even for a month or two, say September, maybe early October, doing that in front of fans, doing the title change if they do it, yeah. with Mustache Mountain would be great. I don't know that they'll hold off that long. It might well just be TV,
0: but... Or if you do the swerve in front of fans, like I said, yeah. we're waiting on this too. This is the This yeah. is like the next like, Okay, we started Sasha and Bailey, and then it was Hangman and Omega. They're like, okay, like where, where's the, where's the next big split up? And it's Trenton Tyler. It's, we've been waiting yeah, a long true. time for it, you know.
4: Yeah. True. Miko uh,
0: Saturmora walked into the women's locker room. Everybody <laughs> was fully dressed, which made me mad or sad. <laughs> Both, but but uh, what? Like, well, oh, uh, but Miko said she wants someone to step up, just like Amal did. And that caused a ruckus because everybody wants a shot, and then Miko smiled and she <laughs> exited. So she just threw She threw a live grenade into that locker room, yeah. and it got the job done. And that's what Miko. I think everyone's going to get their shot at Miko. This is going to be a lot of fun.
4: Yeah, it'll be good. It's, and I also think having her about is going to be so good for the women's dressing room as well. Uh, having her to help train some of them and, and yeah. look at some as well, like backstage or whatever. So it'll be great.
0: And it seemed to be the women's, you know, other than the main event, the women kind of stole the show because we had that, you know, yeah. you know, quote-unquote grenade in the locker room. We had two women's matches to talk about. Stevie Turner, uh, Max Moon's daughter, I believe we discussed that. <laughs> last <year> last <laughs> uh, she defeated Aaliyah James uh, with the rope-assisted flatliner, ripping off Liv Morgan, Jersey girl. And then Ginny uh, and Effie Valkyrie. I, this is the one, like, holy crap. Like, this is a huge... Win for Ginny, and you know what, Garrett? I'm. I'm gonna play analyst here. Uh, this is all Effie Valkyrie's fault. She was not. She fell for every single one of joseph Connor's distractions. You can't do yeah. that. Be successful in pro wrestling.
4: No, it's interesting. They're going because Effie actually only, as far as I'm aware, I think she she lost twice. She lost to Mako Satamura. Yeah, and obviously, and then this one. And you're going as you say. All the stuff that was going on with Joseph Connors, all the, the outside interference, all the things he was doing, as you say, she went for it, she went for it, she went for it. And then we had um, Jelly Breeder in the end, which um, at least say, story, the, the, the fan of me was going, oh. storyline-wise, I was going, okay, as you yeah. say, kind of falling for it. So whether it then you then go some sort of, do we have a mixed tag match? Do you go... He does he interfere again something and she gets a male partner to come i don't know yeah um it'll be interesting to see and i was surprised and it's the only time i've been right in a long time for the stevie turner alia james match when stevie turner came out i went has she turned heel is she meant to be yeah. back because all of a sudden i thought is she and then when the match started i went oh she is um, yeah, so well, was that's good. At least
0: when she was walking the aisle, there was yeah, piped
4: in. Yeah, although there, I didn't hear any 16-time world champion piped in, uh like there was in RAW. Obviously, when Drew was coming out, but however, <laughs> <laughs> but but no, yeah, no. But as you say, there's there's so much emphasis on the women's division in NXT UK. It's great to see it. so
0: yeah, so now I, I don't know if Effie Valkyrie is going to return to the woods. You know, she lost to Miko, She was gone for a couple of weeks. trying to. She, if she goes back to that wooded or whatever, that training thing that she likes to do, she needs to bring some type of electronics with her because she needs to watch <laughs> videotape of how not to fall for distractions. Yeah. You know, she can train all she wants. She's great, but she needs to <laughs> mentally be better at that. Uh, we had a small training segment with uh, Bomber Day Massive and Jack Stars uh, working as a tag team. So uh, that's going to happen at some point. And we talked about that last week. We we'll going to talk about it again going forward. But we're going to get the match that we've been waiting for. The show started with yes. Jordan Devlin defeating in action with the Devlin side. Uh, post-match, Jordan Devlin had talks smack about A-Kid in which A-Kid comes out on crutches. But he didn't need him, the oldest trick in the book. And then uh, this is what we're going for. He's medically cleared. We're going for the Iron Man match. And uh before we get into it, Garrett, again, bold statement. I'm picking Devlin in this, but a guy after my own heart, Jordan Devlin, rocking the turtleneck and going into the ring with the <laughs> <archers>. absolutely incredible. <laughs> you with
4: the or yeah, yeah, you Kid know yeah. with the turtleneck, sorry. Yeah, I A-Kid with the Yeah, yeah <laughs> funny that's the first thing I thought when I saw him coming out with the turtleneck. Actually, that's the truth. I actually sat and laughed and went I bet you I say it. <laughs> No, I'm really looking forward to I hope that it kind of at the ends maybe like one all and it goes into five minutes of sudden death or it ends 2 1. I hope it's not like 6 5 or something like that in, in 30 minutes. And I don't think it will be just so bad, but I'm really looking forward to it. And I, well, I have to say, I'm picking Devlin as well. Um, I really do think that they, I mean, it would be a big win for a kid to beat him. But I think that that Devlin's going to be getting quite the push, um, very shortly. And so, I I would say he'll take it as well. But it's going to be an outstanding match. Honestly, if anybody has never who's listened to this, if you've never seen a lot of NXT UK, tune in next week for that match because it's going to be outstanding.
0: The the first time around, I believe uh they changed uh the O Webster's dictionary, the Irish dictionary, to you know, clinic, and there's a picture of O. Um, now here's the thing, like I'm going Devlin, and that's I'm not picking it short of Devlin. Uh it's a hard pick, but my mind is telling me A Kid is a it has these heritage cut matches, all of these multiple pinfall matches where you can lose one, still come back and win. He's already trained for this not for 30 minutes i think the most he went with you know was 18 yeah i think the final one he won the cup he won the overtime but um with breaks in between though so it's a little bit longer back but he's used to these multiple True. matches so i'll give a kid a strategic uh, i guess advantage on paper Yeah, but, um
2: and
4: i i mean and that's actually the sort of thing storyline wise that you could see um, coming up in commentary from Andy Shepard or Nigel McGuinness, kind of mentioning that and as, as the match goes on, it's the sort of thing you could see Nigel coming up saying, Do you know what? He's been used to this, he's got the stamina for it. That. So, yeah. that's that's a very good, good call. It's my good idea
0: for the day. You're the not, you're not, just, you're not just
4: a pretty face,
0: these <laughs> glasses aren't just for show, <laughs> <laughs> Gary. Uh, Thank you so much for uh, for coming in. I said we pre-taped this. The sun is, I believe, the sun is still shining. It is. Uh, yeah, I appreciate the intimate was the word I was looking for before the intimate setting. <laughs> uh, we hope to see you here again. Anything uh, Summer related you want to talk about? I said I know uh, your WWE guys. What anything you you're looking forward to? You just want to throw out there.
4: And one one thing that does concern me, and it's, it's the opposite side of what John was saying. I do I do think we could see Big Bad Bill. Just to say he's had it. Something taking the belt. We could hear a big gold bird. Yeah, I'm worried.
0: so torn in that match. Yeah. I'm so. If it was WrestleMania, Lashley, no worries. But the fact yeah. that this is a midyear, like, it's just. I am just so torn with this. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to make my call. Probably. I'll probably be sitting here like this, banging the pen on my head in the <laughs> summer. <special. laughs> Make a decision, you know, but I I just don't know. So, Gary, thank you again. As always, we will see you next week talking about a doozy. Looking forward to it. Oh, yeah.
4: See you
3: then.
0: All right. So we're going to bring John Smith back on. John, everything in order? Anything else fall down? Oh, that's Ryan. My bad.
3: <laughs> uh, the, I, everything's back up where it should be. I, I arranged it a little differently, so hopefully they won't fall this time. I am up next in my draft right now. I got Ryan Fitzpatrick all queued up right now.
0: Don't you already have three? I saw three quarterbacks on your your team already, right?
3: Ah, uh, yes, but just in case Taysom Hill actually does, ends up not starting, and it's Jameis Winston, I need. To, uh, plus, it's a two quarterback league, so quarterbacks are just worth a lot more. You know, we're in the twelfth ah, round. Right. We're the 12th round right now, and Fitz is basically the only like worthwhile like guy that you could start and get some points from. So.
0: Oh, yeah, he throws for 500 yards a game. I just reckon, <laughs> just,
3: yeah, unfortunately, it's minus four per interception in this league, though, which is probably why oh, he's still on the board.
0: Yeah. That <laughs> All right, so switching from the U.K. version of NXT to the stateside version, and as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we have waited long enough Samoa Joe started the show, came out, there was a table. He brought out Commissioner Regal. He's like, I need you for three things. One, here's my official resignation to NXT management. Two, here is a contract. I am medically cleared. I want to be in, uh, on the active roster. And three, here is the main event contract against Karrion Cross for the NXT championship at NXT 36. Uh, a lot better plan than what Regal wanted. To, Regal wanted to fire him on the spot for making, uh, for carrying uh, Cross making uh, Regal choking him out the week prior. So uh, instead, we're going to get that. Maybe uh, now with this new thing with carrying Cross running around on the red brand, that uh, maybe there's a, you know, a loser leaves town stipulation. You can do something like that now, right? Like that's really. But uh, we will get into that in a couple weeks as we get uh, on the road to NXT TakeOver. 36, but that wasn't even the biggest news of the night, Dakota MF and Kai, yes, I never jumped, I just scared my cat too, I jumped out of my chair, you saw coming a mile away, she went on a turnbuckle, she is going to eat a boot when she hops off, and that's what she's done, get excited, get it done Dakota, and the crowd popped for that, she, that was supposed to be a heel tactic. That was Shawn Michaels throwing Marty through the, the barbershop window, and the crowd erupted. chanting, banging on the glass, Dakota, Dakota. So get excited. We're looking forward to two new champions at NXT TakeOver 36. But just, Yes? Did somebody say something? No? Cool. John Smith, Adam Cole. Uh, he was called out multiple times by Bronson Reed, uh, and they, they made it into the show
3: yeah and adam cole is nobody's rebound okay you don't you don't try to get back on track by picking a fight with adam cole because you're not going to win yeah i mean this uh, definite size advantage for bronson reed probably is double literally double his weight um you know got probably five six inches on him also but uh you know this was a nice knockdown drag out you know number one contender's feeling quality type of match where, you know, you saw Bronson Reed can actually go with a main event quality guy. Uh, He didn't get the job done. You know, you saw what he could do, though. He took that uh, Panama sunrise. That looked pretty fluid, especially for a guy his size. So, uh, you know, Adam Cole ends up with the victory, but no skin off Bronson Reed's back. But, you know, it might end up going a little further than this, I think.
0: But wait, there's more because Kyle O'Reilly came out post-match and did that suplex thing onto the staircase to Adam Cole that Cole did to him. Uh, it was, it, they're tied 1-1 right now, right? That's the series at 1-1, so you might as well just close it off at NXT Wrestle uh, NXT 36, TakeOver 36. Now rumors of Adam Cole's contract being up at the end of the month. He signed an extension just to do this. Uh I'm hoping it's a Brock Lesnar situation where everybody was banking on Roman Reigns to beat him because Lesnar's contract was up. And then, oh, no, wait a minute. Brock signed the day before. He's staying. He just won, and he's still champion. So I'm kind of hoping that's where they're going with this. Um, so I don't think this is an easy layup pick for just, saying you know, oh Kyle O'Reilly because Cole's leaving. Because we don't know if Cole's going anywhere. And if Hunter's smart, he's going to throw the money at him to keep him. So uh, John DeConte did an amazing tag team match as well. And you know what? Not that I'm a big fan of the guy that returned, but I saw the injury as it happened. I'm like, "Crap!" Like I thought this was like an Alex Smith situation, where he might not be walking again. And all of a sudden, what has it been like? Six, seven months later?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was quite a surprise. We had uh, Dunn and Lorcan versus Champion Thatcher, and they just you know tore the place down for about twelve, thirteen minutes uh, until uh, late in the match. Thatcher was outside at, at ringside, and Ridge Holland would return and absolutely erase him with a, uh, a, a, excuse me, a lariat at ringside. Uh, that would leave Champa in the ring, and Dunn would hit the bitter end for the win. But that's not where it ended because Dunn and Lurkin would uh, make would hold Champa down and make him watch as Holland just beat the ever living hell out of Thatcher back and forth you know, ragdolled him around the ring and then finished off the festivities with a headbutt for Champa himself. And then later on, as we watched them leave, uh, the, you know, the, the camera, they, they don't have a, a male backstage uh, uh, interviewer, but the cameraman was asking some questions a couple times throughout the evening. And uh, he asked Rich Holland on his way out, why did you attack Thatcher? And Holland replies, none of your business. Not the first person I've smashed up, and it won't be the last. So he's back in a big way. so that that uh, triumvirate right there is looking pretty imposing.
0: And it's gonna be even better when Danny Birch gets back. Once the governor's involved as well, that's gonna be that's gonna be a force on the right. I that's a great team for war games. How long you know it's when's war games, we got like three, four months now, like let's start petting now now that there's no undisputed error, you know, okay, so it's one undisputed error versus somebody. you know, yeah. okay, so that they're done. Uh, now we have this other foursome, but we also have Legato. We also have Hit Row. I mean, they, like, what they did with the first one, the three teams of three, I thought that was a pretty cool idea. So to be continued with that, we have a long ways to go before we get to war games. <laughs> so,
2: just, yes, indeed.
0: Uh, Cameron Grimes' cowboy boots on that golf course were absolutely incredible. Uh, that whole series of events with L.A. Knight, uh, you know, Cameron Grimes being his caddy, making him uh, wash – LA Knight's balls for 30 minutes. Uh, golf balls, excuse me. Sorry, I forgot a word there. It's a the little washer. Um, long story short, they were betting money, uh, whatever. Cameron Grimes ends up winning. I think it, was like a, it ends up being like a $20,000 bet against drizzled young veterans of all teams. I came in with a golf cart. and Their scarf was on the, the golf cart. That was pretty funny. Cameron Grimes <laughs> hit a hole-in-one while also hitting LA Knight in the balls with his backswing and then in the head with his follow-through uh so three for the price of one from Cameron Grimes as that just keeps on going and it's been absolutely gold I spy a Jersey girl again Casey Cadenzaro getting it done with Caden Gartner they defeated Frankie Monet Frankie Monet's finally in the L column here uh and Jesse Kamea after Robert Stone threw in a purse to try to help Frankie which ended up causing distraction leading to that 450 net breaker combo from Casey and Caden for the win so Frankie Frankie Monet, she scares me when she makes that face. Like I don't, like I, I can't imagine Morrison doing something wrong to the point where she actually—I—I I, scared the hell out of me. Like I—I I don't know how Morrison deals with the face alone. It just scared the crap out of me. Uh, to each their own. but uh, she just was not happy with Robert Stone, and that looks like it's coming to a screeching halt. Maybe one more uh, comic relief thing, uh, maybe tonight or next week, and then it's uh, Robert Stone's gonna get his ass kicked by Frankie Monet. I look
3: forward to that match between those yes. two. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, Zoe Stark is looking for a girls' night out with EO Shirai to strengthen their bond as NXT women's tag team champions. Uh, EO eventually agreed, so I guess that means they're going to go braid each other's hair and talk about boys or something like that. I'm not really sure what girls do to bond for anymore. Just, I've seen videos, but I don't think that's correct. <laughs> uh, Mandy Rose was spotted Speaking of fun videos uh, Mandy Rose was spotted backstage Talking with Gigi Dolan And JC Jane uh, Gigi I know JC not too familiar with But it looks like maybe she's trying to form A little female faction of her own Maybe Absolution
3: 2.0 Maybe be. I hope not
0: uh, And then <laughs> uh, We had the breakout tournament uh, We had the third first round match where Carmelo Hayes beating Josh Briggs, Josh the Giggs Briggs <laughs> uh, with a scissor kick off the top rope. I uh I Valkyrie uh, to advance in the breakout tournament. He's going to take on Duke Hudson, who's doing commentary during the match in the semifinals in a couple of weeks. So we're going into NXT. Uh, tonight, we have the final first round match. Uh, it is going to be Joe Gacy versus Trey Baxter. Uh, Joe, not too familiar with, Trey Baxter used to have another name and actually wrestled in a Super X tournament uh, this earlier this year for Impact Wrestling. Uh, Blake Christian was his name, John the Connie. You're nodding your head, so you're going to give uh, Trey Baxter. He's tournament proven.
2: Yeah, he's tournament proven. He's, uh, he's a heck of a high flyer. Uh, I would be surprised. Obviously, I don't know anything about Joe Gacy, but I would be very surprised if uh, he did not go over here, Mister Baxter.
0: John Smith.
3: Um, yeah, another coin flip. You know, give give me give me Gacy. Uh, it could go either way. Uh, these things like these breakout <laughs> tournaments—they're so hard to pick. They're they're literally like you don't have any info. You know, there's no yeah. like, ang- there's no angles. There's no. You don't know who they're trying to push. It's like this is where you find out what they're trying to who they're trying to push. You know?
0: Yeah. Uh, Stormy's telling me right now is my cat Stormy. He's telling me he's going with uh, Trey Baxter. Uh, he has a cousin, a dog named Baxter, so he'll go with that pick. My sister's dog. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Hit road did a backstage promo, talk some smack about with the Fantasma as well as Imperium, who were their opponents that night. Big story here. Uh, same as uh who was i just talking about same as a kid i was just talking about the last segment all right Ashante the adonis full-blown turtleneck in july in florida <laughs> that is a bold statement i like it uh it didn't really work out too well them as they actually didn't get the win over imperium uh they lost by interference uh, after interference by the god del fantasma leading into the european elbow drop uh power bond combo for the win so it looks like Imperium's going to be the one that's going to be probably going up against MSK uh, at TakeOver at some point, soon for the tag titles. Uh, but we're going to get a little bit more of uh, Legato del Fantasma and Hit Row. Hit Row. John Smith, who do you
3: got? Uh, give me Hit Row. I see Legato losing at every step of the way until Santos takes that title off of. Uh off of uh
2: swerve.
0: All right, John county
2: I have to agree with that. Give me a hit row. Okay.
0: Uh then we got uh a big uh the next big money match for Diamond Mind. They had a sit down interview with Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett's in a lot of sit down interviews. He's actually doing a pretty good job as an interviewer. Uh Roderick Strong uh wants to take out Bobby Fish. Undisputed battle is correct. So we have Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly on one side. We got Roddy Strong and Bobby Fish on the other. John DeConte, what are you thinking here?
2: Uh, I think uh, Roddy Strong gets it done. Uh, maybe because he's got some seconds and thirds at ringside. Maybe some some heel tactics going on here.
0: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what to do with Bobby Fish here. I, I feel like mm-hmm. you know, Bobby's going to put him over, but does like, what, what, Bobby. You can't beat him, join him here. I know he's the uh, Kushida, Kushida Fish is a great tag team, but you no, know, he's cruiserweight <laughs> champion at the time. I don't know what we're gonna do. I got I got Roddy as well, though, John Smith.
2: Yeah,
3: give me Roddy. I'd like to see go, like Roddy versus Kushida at, at the pay-per-view, and then yeah. Bobby Fish joins the diamond mine to help him beat Kushida and win that, that title or something. They, oh, yeah, so, I
0: still like yeah. that. And then uh the way uh they were worried. Or I guess a better way of putting it, placing blame on each other for what happened with Austin Theory running away from home. Running away from home. <laughs> uh, it was interrupted by a gift for Indy, which was a drawing of Dexter in the way, which almost made Johnny throw up. Uh, Papa John was not happy, so Indy had a proposal, for lack of a better term. I actually wrote it down, love her or leave her, but I guess they're going to call it a love her or loser match. So if Dexter Loomis beats Johnny Gardano, then Dexter gets to date Indy. If Johnny wins, then the whole thing is over. Uh, The Way can move on with their lives without Dexter Loomis in it, and they can resume searching for Austin Theory. (laughs) I'm assuming. (laughs) (laughs) uh john smith as our resident dexter loomis aficionado uh aficionado. i would
3: love i would have loved to have seen this at the pay-per-view because then we could have gotten the pay-per-view like dexter and indy finally kiss moment on pay-per-view i don't, I don't feel like that's going to happen on random nxt show during the middle of august so give me johnny somehow
0: all right uh john the connie I, I i can't help but reminisce of SummerSlam i believe it was 1999 with test versus shane mcmahon the so the first little uh, lover lever match or lover loser or whatever it was called uh where test fought his heart out for his girlfriend stephanie mcmahon wanted to have that come crashing down four months later
2: yeah poor bastard <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah in, in this match give me dexter because there's just yeah this is gonna get me in trouble when we get to a takeover but as long as there's no points on the line, I'll be damned if they're going to do away with the amount of comedy that could come from Dexter Loomis dating Indy.
0: <laughs> yeah, then there's going to be a lot going on. Because that doesn't mean Indy's leaving the way. You know, she's got, it's just that he, Dexter Die. is going to be a round Johnny all the time just staring at him.
2: <laughs> I am not ready for the way to break up. I was already heartbroken at the idea of theory running away. The way cannot end.
0: No, not ever. Um, you know, as Ben Diesel would say, family. Um, yeah, I remember that, that was the first, I think that was Shane McMahon's first match was test at SummerSlam for the Loverly, it was a Greenwich street fight. I remember I, I missed the match. I remember I was watching it out of friends. I'm like, I don't need to this. What is Shane going to do? Wow, was I wrong? <laughs> I came back and all their jaws were on the ground. They're like, dude, you missed the most amazing thing we've ever seen. So just got out. So, all right. So that will do it for NXT. Um, I think it's a fun way. Of, it's it's kind of fun in general. Uh, we're gonna start. We started the show with Homecoming. We're gonna end the show, oh, Jesus Ryan, with Brian Joy, uh, number fifty-seven, I believe, of the Dark Order. There we go.
1: <laughs>
0: with uh, AEW's version of Homecoming, we're gonna end with. Was I, was I right? Fifty-seven. That was
1: the. Uh, I want to say fifty-three, but maybe it was fifty-seven. AEW's homecoming is next week, yeah, so or tomorrow. So
0: tomorrow, yeah. So we're gonna yeah. we started with Impact Homecoming, we're ending with AEW. Homecoming. But before we get the homecoming, we are going to recap a uh, fight for the Fawn, a nice charity event that they do every year. Uh, you know, they usually have these nice, straight-up house show-like wrestling matches. Nothing ever crazy, right? <laughs> Uh, the show started with how I thought it was gonna main event. You know, we all kind of had this happy moment in our head of Adam Page uh, getting one over on Kenny Omega, getting his title shot, and going on to resume all out in Chicago. Ryan,
1: there's like 12 news stories in this match. Yeah, I mean, first of all, the the elite comes out to the ring dressed in all their Space Jam glory. Hangman Page and the Dark Order have sort of this Dark Order cowboy montage stuff to their gear. So the gear in itself is one story. The second story is Doc Gallows was eliminated from this match, but he didn't take a pin again because that's what he does. Third thing, the second countout in AEW Dynamite history happened in this match. So... That's how Gallows got out along with Stu Grayson. So both those guys being protected here. Everybody else take a pin. And then also, it takes more than an AEW world title belt across the head. Maybe an N64 controller box would work better (laughs) (laughs) to take out Hangman Adam Page. No, it takes two V-triggers and a one-winged angel from Kenny Omega. And, of course, nobody kicks out of the one-winged angel. Adam Page gets pinned by Kenny Omega, so all of us thought Adam Page would go in, but that's the that's the news story. Adam Page gets no world title match, and the Dark Order gets no tag title matches. So they might as well just take a break, go go off television altogether. I don't know what they'd be fighting for. I mean, I guess Page could wrestle for the TNT Championship if you wanted, but the Dark Order—they're all tag titles. They're all tag title people, so they should just take a break.
0: When, if Miro has that belt, I'm staying as far away from that belt as possible.
1: He is God's favorite champion.
0: He is, he is. Well, yeah, we'll get to Miro on a bit. But, yeah, so, you know, and then coupled with that, we had Tony Khan's big announcement relayed to us by Tony Schiavone. Uh, Rampage will be in Chicago on...
1: August 20th.
0: August 20th, the day before SummerSlam. And the show is going to be called First Dance. Here comes Darby Allen talking about wanting to fight the best in the world. I already used my Shane McMahon joke for the day, or I used it yesterday. This is not Shane McMahon, even though he rightfully earned that title a couple years ago. <laughs> uh, is this just leading to CM Punk and Kenny Omega at all out? I know you have other theories, right? You're gonna give it to my guy. I'm not gonna complain about that. Give it to him up there. Uh, but I got a funny feeling uh, that you know, CM Punk's going to be sitting Indian-style crying like a five-year-old on the top of the ramp if he doesn't get this match.
1: I think he would be a five-year-old if he cra- cries about not getting the match after walking in the company and then two weeks later expecting to be in the main event of their big pay-per-view. Right? That's
0: <laughs> just what Punk does. That, that's, that's what you're dealing
2: with here. Well, so, and- we're
0: all just making assumptions. And Ryan, Joey, you've reported all week in the Daily Wrestling News show that we have the official clock on how long it took for that show on Rampage, um, the first dance at the United Center, not some little bingo hall that normally – they're not the little convention centers that A normally, knows that normally does. This is the home of the Chicago Blackhawks and the Chicago Bulls and the, the biggest arena um, in Chicago.
1: Yeah, well, it's not. it's the biggest – yeah, and it's the biggest it's NHL been- and NBA – by capacity building in the country. So um, do I have the official time? No, but it's, you know, with these sellouts these days, and I don't know if this is the way it always is, but they sold 12,000 tickets in advance, So, you know, in the pre-sale. So when the actual on-sale goes, if it's five minutes or something like that, it's five minutes, but they had already sold 12,000 tickets. So, you know, I give them a...
0: Numbers. I heard Tony Khan buys the ones that don't sell out, right? That's so I,
1: what, yeah, that's what the that's what the, uh, <laughs> the haters say. But it was that day, and I think that's what's important enough. They didn't have to go two days or anything. Did you start that rumor? Is that what? I, I, know, I know you I, like to start I, on.
0: I, I That never crossed my mind. I did not. That one was not reported by Pro Wrestling. T- you
1: wish you thought of it.
0: I do. I wish I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lance Archer defeated Hikalea after a blackout to retain his newly won IWGP United States Championship. So, uh, unfortunately, the streak is over. We do not have any uh, IWGP titles coming up this week. Uh, We're going back to the old-fashioned AEW TNT title. We'll get to Miro in a second. I felt Miro Miro wasn't having enough love lately. Apparently, he was uh, on vacation with his wife. There you go. There's John. Uh, So that's why he's been off TV, so I take back what I said. Uh, But it looks like Hiroshi Tanahashi, he wants the next U.S. title shot, but then John Moxley shot a promo at the end against Tanahashi. So, Ryan, again, we have a lot of New Japan stuff going on here, uh, and this isn't their show. Again, they're just living rent-free on our TVs.
1: It feels like uh, they might get Tanahashi for All Out, maybe, against Moxley. That would be my guess.
0: Okay. Uh, John DeConi, tag team match we've all been waiting for. Um, probably the two best teams in AEW, not named Bear Country and Jurassic Express. Uh, or the Wingmen, sorry, that's an even
2: funnier joke, the Wingmen.
0: Uh, FTR, Santana Ortiz, they finally got at it.
2: Yeah, and this, uh, obviously we're going to see this again because, Uh, There was an unfortunate incident in the match where uh, I believe Cash uh, got cut on the turnbuckle. Uh, It made them go home early. It still was a 10-minute match, and it still was quite entertaining, even though half of it took place, I believe, in -in picture-in-picture. But uh, FTR would eventually get the win when Dax hit the brain buster on Ortiz. Uh, But as I said, uh, because of the injury, this match was cut short definitely from what they wanted to do. So hopefully we will see this again, and perhaps even multiple times, because I mean, come on, this is this is tag team wrestling at its best.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you can't get any better than these two. I mean, it can, but it's it's that's all argument. But this is this is you know one of the top pairings. If you're if you're taking every company and you're having a tag team, you know, like a five match tag team pay per view, like tag teams only, this is probably like the the, the match before the main event. Like this, yeah. it's like this is this is this is good. Um, Ricky Starks, uh, he came out, shot a promo, uh, and said he could forgive Brian Cage for a lot of things, but he couldn't forgive Brian Cage for it was not checking up on him when he broke his neck. So this whole thing is that Ricky Starks is butthurt that Brian Cage was busy defending the FTW title and doing everything and not checking up on him. Uh, Brian Cage eventually came out and then chased Ricky Starks away, so to be continued with that, Britt Baker is looking for a little more help so she can stop getting hurt, referencing the broken wrist she sustained against Nyla Rose in their match a couple of weeks ago. So do you think maybe she's going to get more uh, more help, more partners that could possibly be iconic?
1: <laughs> possibly. And don't forget that uh, there's two Pittsburgh shows coming up that with Britt Baker on the marquee.
0: Yes, there is could be an iconic show.
1: Maybe one shows up on Wednesday and one shows up on Friday.
0: There you go. They uh, staying in the women's division, are. Thunder Rose defeated, I'm assuming, the new King of Hearts, Julia Hart. That name is now trademarked by AEW, and it's the only one that makes sense to me. So the King of Hearts, Julia Hart, uh, in her first match as an official <laughs> member of the AEW roster, I'm talking about Thunder Rosa. She won with the Thunder Driver, so welcome to the show, Thunder Rosa. Now she can finally have a legitimate chance at winning the aew championship <laughs> you know because he wanted to believe it unless she's not under contract so uh we are gonna go now we're gonna talk about tomorrow night where aew homecoming they're going back to jacksonville is that correct is this gonna be a daly's place yes all right that's what i like to see um our redeemer is motivated by a vengeful god and his double jointed wife <laughs> He's probably not doing missionary position over and over again. He's probably doing he's he he's probably doing some fun stuff, Miro. I can I can see him having Fun with her. Um he'll pulverize Lee Johnson in a match for the TNT title. We finally get our TNT championship match back on TV. As I mentioned earlier. Anyone want to give Lee Johnson a shot here?
1: Nope. Well, his name is Big Shoddy Lee. Um, is. He's gonna take his shot.
0: Well
3: it – is it going to be on Rusev Day or not?
0: I believe t- tomorrow might be Miro Day. Not sure if it's Rusev Day or not. I'm not sure if they officially switched calendars uh, yet. Okay.
3: So if it's Rusev Day, then it's not. Then Lee's not winning.
0: Okay. I, I will. I will check. I know. Like you're on tomorrow morning on the Daily Wrestling News Show, correct? Right. Yeah, so do the research and look us up and uh, let us know tomorrow morning on Ryan's
3: show. Yeah I'll, let you, yeah, I'll let you know if tomorrow's Rusev Day or not, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Christian Cage, he teamed up with Jurassic Express last week as they defeated the Hardy front office after a choke slam by luchasaurus followed by a frog bash by Christian Cage. The Blade then sucker punched Christian with a pair of nucks in hand uh, after the match, and that is what we're leading into at homecoming tomorrow night. Uh, Anyone want to give the blade a shot? I am not.
1: Nope.
0: Nope. Uh,
3: Is it Don Rusev (laughs) then? Well played. Well
2: played.
0: Uh, We have an NWA Women's Championship number one contenders match. Uh, Here I am thinking all week, I I missed the NWA part until I heard Ryan talk about it this morning. I'm like, oh, my God, Layla Hirsch, I mean, whatever, you're going to go into Pittsburgh, you're going to lose against Britt Baker, but if Layla Hirsch gets this shot, like, that's a big match for her to be in. So I'm like, go get it, Layla, and then I find out the NWA title. So we're going to have Layla Hirsch and the Bunny, John the Connie's resident bunny, uh, the winner gets Camille, the NWA Women's Champion, which is not an easy task. She is a strong, tall, big girl.
2: Yeah, and that's that's where I'm a little uh, a little you know, it's it's tough to make this call here because Camille being a big, I mean, you're gonna put Camille in the ring with Layla. I I I want to say Layla Hirsch is gonna win this, but Jesus, you're talking about. Uh, you know, that's going to be an yeah, awkward. No, I mean, <laughs> this is great Cole
0: versus Rey Mysterio.
2: Yeah, ex- okay, there you go. I was I was trying to come up with one, but that's about as good as, as any. But give me Layla Hershey just because I think that'll be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, uh, John Smith, Jersey girl. I, this is big for Jersey. This is big. This is probably the biggest match of Layla's career. I know she's been in some tournaments before, but this is a uh, this is big. Yeah, give
3: me Layla Hirsch. You gotta go with the Jersey girl on this one.
0: And like the, the, the Ryan, the biggest thing with AEW, I, I try to, you know, I try to give AEW the legitimacy here. Normally with all elite wrestling, the better wrestler wins. Like this, like Layla Hirsch is a New Jersey state champion or you know, whatever she won. <laughs> as an amateur wrestler, God love the bunny. Nothing against the bunny. The bunny's gonna cheat. You know, she's gonna have to try to cheat to win this. But uh, this has to have Layla Hirsch written all over us. And then does the winner get the shot? I guess my next question is, does the winner get the shot at NWA Power or Empower?
1: No, I don't think so. I think they have a, a challenger already identified for Empower, and I, I can't remember who it is or if they're doing a series of matches to get there. But that's that's already determined. So it's not, it's not on that show. Um, I have a question. Before I give my answer, I do have a question. Why is the bunny John DeCani's resident bunny? What's the story? Is there a story there that I missed?
0: It's the same as uh, like me with Eva Marie or Zaya Brookside, and that's John uh, okay. And John's I, bunny.
1: You don't need to explain any further, John DeCone, I understand.
2: Jordan Grace and the bunny. That's it. They're off limits. They're John Connie's. So as long as uh, Travis isn't on the show, she's my bunny. <laughs> right, right.
1: She is down the street from Travis, she is you know, in New York. Um So here's the thing. I think the bunny is going to win. And on the NWA shows, you're required to deliver excellent promos because they're a very promo-heavy show. They do light matches, like only five-minute matches. So I think that if the bunny is going to make a field trip to NWA to wrestle on an NWA show, she has stronger promo skills than, say, Layla Hirsch. If the match is going to happen on AEW soil, Yes. which i don't think it will because we haven't seen camille, camille in aew then i would give the the nod to layla hirsch but long-winded answer i'm picking the bunny
0: okay malachi black attacked cody rhodes in the back while cody it's not the the gorilla position but it's the it's the, the go position i think they call it <laughs> um they're finally gonna get at it next week there's a lot of uh lightness versus darkness in this i think cody will be dressed in all white Representing Shawn Michaels, Malachi Black will be drafted all black. Representing The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25, I want to say. Um, Ryan, as our senior AEW correspondent, is Cody going to do this again?
1: Uh, you know, I, I, pick, I t- picked Cody to take an L when he wrestled against Anthony Agogo. Um, But I, I'm going to pick him to take an L again here because... I think Malachi Black they can do more with. He's much more established. He's, you know, He can do more than the one move that Ogogo can have. So I think they're ready to pull the trigger on him fast and get him going. So I'm going to pick Black. Plus I think Cody Rhodes is going to go do his game show for a couple of months. So he needs the big loss here so that he can come back and avenge that loss in two months.
0: Okay, but that doesn't mean – the, the, the Cody Rhodes thing is he gets the win, but then he gets his ass kicked after, and that's what he could come back from as well. So John Smith
1: – He lost the title uh, to uh, Brody Lee last year. What's that? He lost the title to Brody Lee last year, and then the Dark Order destroyed the whole Nightmare family. That's how that break happened last year.
0: Yeah, but I'm gonna say, but he, he he can just come back from an ass kicking, like I said. He beat a go-go, got his ass kicked afterwards, right? I think the same thing happened to Archer, right? Didn't get his ass kicked after that one too, but he, you know he had to get the three. Uh, so John Smith, um, I know you got your your happy hats huge on right now, so that's
3: my what? Again? <laughs> um, Cody's booking it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Cody's winning. <laughs>
0: All right, John DeConi. As, as we notice Alistair Black's, I want to say it's his right eye, still has not recovered fully uh, on an injury sustained by Buddy Murphy on SmackDown about a year ago.
2: Is that going to come into effect? And yeah, and for uh, for some reason, he took it out on Fuego Del Sol last week. Uh, yeah, so give me uh, Malachi Black in this uh, match versus Cody Rose. If not, what the hell are they doing?
0: Yeah, you can't do this to Alistair Black. You know, Lance Archer, exactly. Anthony Go-Go's, another. you can't do this to freaking Alistair Black, Malachi Black, whatever you want to do with it. Uh, Ryan, as I said at the beginning of the show, this was a charity event. At the beginning, at the beginning of the segment, season, me, this was a charity event, fight for the phone. Nice wholesome matches, right? Until we got to the main event.
1: Yeah, the main event, uh, as advertised, though, at least, I guess you would yeah, say. Yeah, really it, 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 there was there's no uh, no question about what this was going to be. And we had all the – Nick Gage played all the hits. He, the light tubes, the chairs, the pizza cutter, all that stuff. Domino's doesn't want to sponsor AEW anymore because of the pizza – the picture-in-picture, picture, Nick Gage slicing Jericho with a pizza cutter while the Domino's commercial is playing. Domino's got a little upset about that. I guess I can't blame him too much. Uh, I don't I never want a Chris Jericho flavored pizza. So
0: nah, no. in an event.
1: Uh you know that so they had this bloodbath, Jericho very bloody toward the end of the match, but he did manage to get a hold of uh Gage's light tube package and he smashed that over the top of Gage's head, hit him with a Judas effect, got the pin, one, two, three, struggling in the ring, trying to battle the Exhaustion of just competing in a death match where he did a Hurricane Rana. And then MJF has the big news the big news that he's been paying attention to every word Jericho has ever said to him. And they play the clip of Jericho invoking the name Juventude Guerrera from feud back into the old TNT days when WCW Cruiserweight Division was in play and Jericho was wrestling his arch rival Juventude Guerrera. And MJF has announced that that is the next labor and it will be that Jericho has to hit a top rope maneuver like a Hurricane run off the top rope in order to win the match. So I'm thinking look for the Judas effect followed by an elbow smash to get the win on that match. I'll pick Jericho. I know. I'm sorry, I you, I didn't let you set it up there. <laughs> no,
0: you're good. You're good. I'm not a graphic for it. So it's, uh, it's, it's almost jericho just i was thinking about it i i yeah maybe i missed the hurricane Donna with all the other stuff that was going on in that match but they, you know jerry i was thinking about that I'm like off the top rope but well, jericho does the but he had did he ever so he did the the lion's ult off the middle rope he does the jumping drop everything is off the middle rope with jericho this actually is like somewhat of a genius move uh by mjf john smith
3: yeah, of course Jericho is gonna win it, but I I'm not interested unless he hits a four fifty.
0: Like <laughs> what was that, like throw a five dollars bill and get fifty cents back? I don't know, John the Connie. <laughs>
2: yeah, I can't follow that. Give me Jericho in the match.
1: <laughs> I think Jericho has about a, as much a chance of hitting a four fifty as AC Romero. <laughs>
0: I've seen AC hit a four fifty. <laughs> we'll talk so about that that, Monday. that,
3: that was on the that. that was on the that was on the scale though
0: that was on the scale, <laughs> that was on the scale. <laughs> uh, i miss ac too where the hell is been where's ac and larry day all right so that that will do it for uh that'll do it for the show that'll do it for the segment that'll do it for the show let's just run through uh and say hello to our friends here uh we'll bring it back up here prime time rundown with uh joey jarzink Rob DeLuca and Roderick Strong's stunt double. Thanks,
4: Al. Summer Mondays are back (laughs) for the Primetime Rundown as myself, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca will be coming to you with the Primetime Rundown right here on the Eastern Observer on Monday
2: nights beginning at 7 p.m. all the way until August 30th. Make sure to join us on the following platforms.
0: Alright, there we go. I got I got Stormy back up here again. He's pern. He's ready, he's ready for some dinner. Uh tune in to the Daily Wrestling News Show Monday through Thursday <laughs> at 10 a.m. And get your morning cup of joy with Brian and his band of merry co-hosts as they sort through all the horse manure, uh, which is also right here on the Eastern Observer platforms. No storms. Yeah, you can't go on the keyboard now. Sorry about that. Uh the bias and again has got over 44. 100 subscribers to receive this weekly column. Make sure you go to ministerbeltime.com to, to subscribe. The Body Slam Brigade by Ryan for you for free. Uh, speaking of cats, I won't even have you go. The Black Cats NYC. Here we go. There's their Stormy right there. Black <laughs> Cats NYC. They're Stormy's favorite band. They're the official band of the Eastern Observer. Please go to all of these out- music outlets. You got YouTube, Deezer, Spotify. Please make sure you go here and get the Black Cats NYC, their new album, Free Kate. Oh, man, I dropped my promotion clipboard. This is probably the worst promotional set we've ever done. Uh, also, uh, as always, the Essential Wrestling Podcast is sponsored by ProWrestlingPick'em.com, the internet, internet leader in sports entertainment pick'em pools. Join us in the Essential Wrestling Podcast pool and play against us or create a private pool With you and your friends. Growwrestlingpigum.com. Play against your friends. Play against the universe. And guys, your cats will like it too. (laughs) Uh, Join us back here next week, episode 66. We will be back live. It is a beautiful day in New Jersey. There is no reason for my game to get canceled tonight. Uh, James Wheeler, we miss you, buddy. We will be back. Uh, Also, please make sure you join us uh, for our SummerSlam special. Uh, Right now, scheduled for 3 o'clock until Tommy Dreamer uh, officially announces emergence for August 21st, which will probably also be at 3 o'clock. So we probably will come on at around noon uh, to make our picks. Our our so-called experts uh, make our picks for SummerSlam. And I want to say so-called. I should probably stop saying that because, you know what? Like I said, six of the last seven shows we have scored, one of us (laughs) nailed it. So, uh, congratulations, to John DeCon. You got homecoming right last. So, anything else before we leave, uh, John Smith?
3: Uh, no. just Wish me luck on this dynasty draft. I'll I'll update you. It should be over all twenty-eight rounds by by next week. So, I'll give you guys an update on on my 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 second half of the draft.
0: All right. Did you ever, did you ever end up getting Fitzpatrick?
3: I did get Fitzpatrick because I got sniped. But I wanted uh, I wanted Troutman, the new uh, tight end on on New Orleans because it's tight end premium scoring they get two points per reception in this league so I was hoping to get a nice young tight end oh yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: you need to just clip that out and make that yeah. like like the commercial. Yeah, for we'll, the we'll, show. Clip,
0: we'll clip that out with Goldberg's kid and then with the comment I made about <laughs>
1: Miro. and then we get
0: I enjoy everything from your end
1: yeah I'm a little upset you didn't ask me about SummerSlam yes Gary about SummerSlam yes these guys about Summerslam well, are your the,
0: chance right now there we go I'm
1: wearing my John Cena uh, wristband and everything and I don't get asked about SummerSlam so I'm gonna tell you about SummerSlam Goldberg's not winning that title okay I, oh, I, I, right. I, there's going to be
0: a lot of wrestling fans who are uh, hopefully in agreement with you it's just gonna be tough uh, you're wearing your wristbands right now. Do you think John Cena was uh, pretty self-centered and self-absorbed on Friday uh, signing that contract, not giving it to Baron or Finn?
1: It's a little weird. It's a little weird. But, hey, it's good enough for Adam Pearce. So yes. you know Hey, he was the first one to challenge him anyway. True. True. Yeah, so Finn Balor's name is there on the contract. I think with this, if, if John Cena beats Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, after we all pick our jaws up off the floor, I think Roman will just say, "Well, there was not an official contract."
0: Yeah, there's there's, not, yeah, there's, there's gotta be loopholes around that. That's just John. even LeCon- hire Mark Sterling. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's a, he's a barista, right? <laughs> John, LeCon- I got a button my face. Yeah, from him?
2: Uh, nothing. I just hope Ryan is correct that uh, there's no way Goldberg is winning that title It's obviously. <laughs>
0: Yeah, unfortunately there's always there's a way i have a couple ways actually anyway so that will do it for us we will see everybody next week alexa bliss we love you even though i know you're screwing with even marine right now we'll glitch you pass we know that's all fun and games lily's making you do it we're not holding that against you john the connie take it home
2: thanks for joining us and as always we wish you the best in all your future endeavors
1: Happy birthday to oh, Jesus you. <laughs>